Hi guys. Hello. Welcome to Ed Arlene's Spirit Cast. If you're new to this podcast, we talk about all things related to mindfulness, magic, astrology, tarot, reiki, meditation, um, magic. I think I already said that. Basically anything in that realm. In today's episode, we're just going to chit chat and maybe do some oracle and tarot card readings and see where the podcast goes. But that noise you hear in the back is my cat playing. He's running around like a crazy man. If you follow us on social media, yeah. you've seen many pictures of little Sky Bright. He's a little ball of joy. Yeah, he's he's great. But yeah, he's so you probably will hear him running around like a little yeah silly guy. But he's cute. Go go follow us on Instagram. Yeah. So now I'm talking about that. that. I'll just plug our social media really quick. So you can follow us over on Twitter at edpro underscore pgh. We tweet a lot. You can follow us on Instagram, Tumblr, Pinterest, uh, TikTok, and on YouTube at Ed Arlene. We post Rake Infused videos to YouTube almost every single day. So go over there and like and subscribe. And then you can sign up for our email list on edarlene.com to receive one free Reiki session every single month. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Before we get into messing with the cards, what if any new magical occurrences, anything? Life's been weird. Yeah. Life's been weird. I've been noticing an extreme amount of synchronicities recently. Mm-hmm. Like, insane. I was driving the other day, and I don't know how many cars I saw that had 333-222-111 on the license plates. Like, an absurd amount. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not uncommon to see you know, angel numbers or, you know, certain things. But I feel like the universe is screaming, or the, my guides were screaming at me to notice something. Mm-hmm. And today that message came through. So thank you. Well, that's good. That's good to know. We just had the new moon in Virgo. Um, that was a clearinghouse new moon for me. Yeah, I see, Virgo season and Leo season are my favorites. And it, I part of me wonders if it's because I'm, in, I'm a Leo and... Vedic astrology, but yes. in regular astrology, not regular in Western. They're you're both regular. A, <laughs> you're Virgo. Virgo, yeah. But and those two seasons I always like really like a lot. Um, but Virgo season, uh, I feel like as soon as that new moon hit, I felt like more. I don't know, just like I was seeing the world clearly. So maybe I had, had evacuated some energies I needed to go to in a little more subtle way. You probably. I mean, you're definitely in your high priest energy. You're like all knowing. <laughs> <laughs> Who's saying that stuff? I don't like, know. It, like, it's not uncommon for Edda to be in that energy, but right now it's just like, she's reading me for filth. Oh, okay. Well, Her, do a you and mom. You're both Virgos. Yeah, that could be just Virgo, maybe. That Virgo energy. Yeah, just more grounded. Yeah, you two have been reading me hard. Um, but hard. you got some, you got an Earth moon. I do, I'm a Taurus moon. Yeah. And in Vedic, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, I have some uh, cool, now we're talking about astrology. I was um, looking up the descendant sign. So um, if you are familiar with it, you're probably going to be like, oh, yeah, I already know about that. Duh. But if not, um, your descendant is the opposite of your ascendant sign, which would be your rising sign. Mm -hmm. So it's basically, um, so the rising and the ascendant are the same thing. Um, So your descendant would be the opposite of the sign that you're... Um, rising slash ascendant is in Mm -hmm. and that is supposed to reflect your um like uh part of like the shadow like your shadow like parts that aren't so you know like your rising is kind of like this energy you put out in the front it's what people the energy you give off um your descendant might be more of the energy that you 
have within you that's not really expressed openly, mm-hmm. but is a part of you. It might encompass like the shadowy parts of yourself that you might not like, but at the same time, um, it might also be parts of you whenever you're like alone. So yeah, you know, like when you're in public, you're different than you are when you're at home. Like, you might be more comfortable, more open. Your descendant is how you are when you're, like, yourself in ways. Like, when you're truly yourself? Like, whenever you're, like, the inner part of you. Like, when you're so, it's whenever you're not putting on, like, airs or you're not projecting a certain way of being to the world. Like, it's not like that, the energy that is outwardly known by everybody. That's interesting. That changes a lot of things for me. Well, then the the thing about the descendant that's interesting as well with that is that it's energy that you admire in other people. So it's often um, associated with um, the parts of astrology that taught, I think it's, I think technically it's called synergy, but don't, I mean, like I'm not an astrologer, but there's um, things you can learn in regards to the relationships you have with people mm-hmm. um, and the type of people that you draw in, the type of people that you're attracted to. Well, I'm kind of tripping into, a little bit. What can go into okay, romance? So what is my descendant? My rising is Sagittarius. And so it's Gemini. So it's Gemini. Yeah. And that would explain why I attract so many air signs. Well, what you are also attracted to those qualities. I'm not, I don't know if um, I'm necessarily like, I'm more attracted to fire signs. Well, this is what you're... So that Gemini, there's going to be, like, certain qualities that Geminis carry. So that... And it doesn't have to necessarily be expressed through an air sign. But what are Geminis like? They're social. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're known to be creative, Mm -hmm. friendly. Like... Oh, they can be fickle, yeah. But the fickleness could be free-spiritedness. So that could be expressed in also, like, often fire signs have that energy as well. Um, what I'm saying is, is that if my ascendant is Sagittarius and I usually go like, my, this is totally separate. We'll just delete that. So if your um, ascendant is Sag, which is a fire sign, and then you have the Gemini air sign, um, there could, I, like if you were exploring those parts of astrology, you know, perhaps like, yeah, like you would draw in those components from both the fire sign and the air sign because those are parts of, of you, like your top, like energies that you're you know I yeah. think, see I think they're all kind of like equal but it basically it's like the inside so um no what know. I'm saying is, is that if my true true self is a gem okay if my true true self is a Gemini then are some of these people I, I'm there's like a re- weird amount of Geminis that are trying to talk to me there's also yeah I well for example my um my descendant is an Aries and my fiance is an Aries. Aries that's what I'm saying and I've always had fire signs coming around um, for the most part, um, and air signs, funny enough, and I'm an air of rising, so. Interesting. My mind's going. Yeah, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of different things, there's, um, a lot of different components to the people we draw in, so, you, you know, like, Mars is often the type of men you might be attracted to, like, a carries an energy. Venus is also, like, important when it comes to, like, the friendships and stuff that you have. It's also um, said in astrology that the energies that we attract in the most are things that we're sp- like we're supposed to learn from those energies. So I have a lot of friends who are water signs, and um, you know maybe that's saying that I need to loosen up. I need to be more in touch with my emotions. And you know my uh, gosh, I think it's my midhaven is also like a water sign. I also have um, Cancer is my 
Lilith. So there's some sort of heal. Like, that would give me information in regards to that stuff that I need to heal and be able to express and things like that. So then having my descendant Aries, which is also very expressive, you know, sign, means that there's a part of me that wants to be able to express who I really am, like, openly. Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Now that, and then, I mean, it all weaves together. Then you get into my, like, north node, which is in Pisces, but it's in the fifth house, which is Leo. Mm-hmm. So, you can it's see It's all connected. Trend. I'm, yeah. like, I'm kind of freaking out a little bit. Because, like, <clears throat> people don't, this is people who don't believe in astrology. It's like, yeah. well, how can you not, when you know this stuff? Yeah. You know, it's like, everybody, I always say this, you always say this too, like, people come in our lives for a reason to yeah. learn something. And if... All, almost all our friends are water signs. Mm-hmm. So we're learning, you're learning how to communicate better. I'm supposed to even get even deeper in my feelings. I tend to suppress them all the time, a mm-hmm. lot. You have like, um, I think it's called your vertex. Some astrologers don't subscribe to this from what I understand. But it's um, the ideas that, so we have like, I don't say like predestined, but it, it gives you an idea of like certain agreements you've made. And it's, it's certain like, people are going to come into your life, and they're a part of that, like, soul agreement, and you can tell astrologically, and that's, at, like, your vertex point or something like that. I can't remember. I'd have to, like, look it up again. There's lots of different components in astrology. So, like, astrology can tell us, you know, a lot of information from the type of things we need to learn based off of the other astrological signs, the type of people we'll be attracted to, and the, um, you know, stuff about past lives, stuff that, you know, karma that we need to, like, work on, things that we need to work on in this life, all kinds of, um, you know, really, like, rich, and you know, we're laughing at the cat. The cat is, laying, the sky is laying crazy. We're just not interesting enough for him right now. No. Here you go, Sky. Ready? Seriously, guys, go look at our Instagram. There's some cute pictures of Sky. <laughs> so yeah, that was like my new thing with astrology, and and I I found like it was I was having a hard time finding um, information that wasn't just based off of like relationships when it come to came to the descendant sign. But I did come across I don't remember the website. Um, I did come across a site that was talking or a couple they were talking about like how it affects. I don't like things are always about relationships when it comes to some of this like terror like all you know what I there's mean more, like, there's more to everything like I want to know about like my soul stuff and not necessarily like who's destined to come into my life and who's gonna do that because I, I I don't think you can like really tell like you can't you can kind of have a guess but you can't I don't know I wanted to know like how that affects like me and my journey and and that's why I was telling you before it's like kind of like the shadowy aspects of yourself parts that you like want to express but can't openly um think how you are when you're at home um just like the opposite of that Mm. which I thought was like really cool or like things that people don't know about you like people will be like they have this one perception of you um okay we'll use you for an example Mm -hmm. like a lot of people think because you're a Sag rising so they're thinking this like more um fire like dominant energy kind of like you know, darker, um, no bullshit about our business type of thing, which you would carry those aspects. That's part of you. But then you also have this other side. You're like, well, I do like to meet new people. I do like to try new things and go, you know, talk to people. I am friendly. I am good at like connecting with other people. I'm not like a loner isolated. So that's going to be that descendant energy that, like, you are that. It's just people aren't, like, necessarily, like, acknowledging it. So, mine, and with Libra, everybody thinks, I, like, everybody's like, oh, you're so easy breezy. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, this, like, 
Yeah, like this Libra scale, like indecisive, um, really into aesthetic, that type of thing. I carry this like Libra energy, but then at the same time, like I'm a business owner, I'm an entrepreneur, so I have that very assertive. Yeah, like for Um, me, people always think that I'm super charismatic and outgoing, um, and very fiery, which I am. But it's the flip side. Um, they're known to be able to like kind of like, bridge worlds. That's a, mm-hmm. a positive trait of Gemini. Um, they, you know, like friends in multiple friend groups. Mm-hmm. That's something that a Gemini person might have. They not like not closed minded, not limited in their taste, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Which you know you aren't limited in your taste. You're not, not closed minded. Nope. So outwardly it might be like, oh, you're set in your ways. This is how you like things. But but in, there was another expression of self that is more open and ready to meet new people, ready to talk to people, ready to express her, you know, yourself in various ways, not just like, oh, um, I like magic, but yeah, but I also like this, this, and this. Yes, yeah. You know, and whereas that rising sign, you know, people are gonna have this perception. And we're all, that's, we're all like that. You know, you talk about like masks and stuff. Like Mm -hmm. we all have this part of ourselves that is integral and is a part of us that's seen and that people will acknowledge, but we also have the other part of ourselves that is also, like, valuable that sometimes isn't acknowledged, mm-hmm. but shouldn't be neglected. So, um, that's part of, like, the healing. Because then, you know, we're talking about parts of astrology. There's part aspects that are, like, darker parts of astrology that are going to denote things that we need to work on or things that we ignore. Or parts of ourselves that we don't want to acknowledge, but are actual, like, uh, you know, points of power. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, yeah, your Lilith is is an example. Mm -hmm. Those of us who have that, or Chiron. I always say, I don't know if it's Chiron or Chiron. I don't know if it's Chiron. Well, it's like tomato, tomato. Yeah. Um, And like I said, I'm not an astrologer. So, (laughs) if there's an astrologer (laughs) listening and you're like, no, that's not right, hey. Like I said, I'm a human being. I'm not perfect. I don't know. So that's just what I explored. I'm getting a really cool book. Um, My birthday's coming up, and I'm getting a book on Esso. Yeah, we are going to have a candle sale very soon. But uh, the book is on esoteric astrology, and I think we linked it in our last astrology chat. Yeah, when we were talking about, like, past life Yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm getting a, a hard copy of it. Oh, I'm cool. really excited. There's actually a couple books I'm really excited about. I'm act- I have, um, we've talked about before, my <laughs> Dictionary of Spirits. I care- You know, I found somebody on TikTok. Uh-huh. Who carries that thing around, too? Well, it's I hard it not to. to. You, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm addicted to TikTok. Yeah. It's like a, a shame. For me, it's like, oh, God. Like, I tried so hard to avoid it, but now I'm addicted. Yeah. I'm well, fully. Wrong with that. We're addicted to something. TV. I'm addicted to uh, a lot of things. No. People. It all matters being happy. <laughs> happy, have fun. I listened. There was a monk, actually, um, that I saw talking about mindfulness, and he was talking about, like, video gaming, and that that's an act of like mindfulness because you're, you're focusing and you're closed off like you are in a space of contentment and focus Shh. and it's like a, almost like a meditative experience awesome um, yeah so Can't i don't think the purpose should, uh, discount those parts of life like when you do art it's an act of mindfulness reading mm-hmm. any of those but he was saying video games too you put your headphones on and you're that's interesting yeah i like that mm-hmm. it's kind of it's not spot meditation but kind of so I'm getting another big book, and it is on the angels. Oh? Um, yeah, I've wanted it for a while. I actually had the book when I was young. Should I, we can tell the story. Should I tell the story about the Yeah, book? tell a story. This is the chill story time. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, when I was young, 
we used to go to this coffee shop like when we were in high school and honestly at this point in my life I think that place was a liminal space <laughs> for all the <laughs> um, stuff we've seen and for done. all the paranormal things like in the I really like do but um it was around the time that my father had passed away and I was like in, you know in a funk and this like older guy um came up and he would like sit and talk with me sometimes so this coffee shop like I don't know if people do it anymore, but when we were younger, you just go to a coffee shop and hang out. Yeah, I don't know. Like, we just did. Like, we would... And then our friends would end up coming, you know, and we'd end up hanging out with them. But, like, after school, like, I might go to the coffee shop and bring my, like, a book or bring my laptop or something and just, like, sit and chill until, like, people I knew got there. Or if I just wanted to get out of the house. So, it wasn't uncommon for us to just kind of wing it and go to the coffee shop and be there for, like, a really long time. Because you would always run into people. Yeah. And it was, like, a bigger place, too. And it that's what people did. And you just keep getting coffee and mm-hmm. stuff. And were all the artists. Yeah. There were a lot of, like, artists. I mean, that's probably where I met a lot of the first like magical practitioners Mm -hmm. were at that place um a lot of I mean this place like it's weird in hindsight it was a really a liminal space I mean there were literally people who you claim they were vampires there they were like I'm not exaggerating no not she's not exaggerating whatsoever um, like I said a lot of artists um this is where people went where they would like write they would literally there'd be like writers there um just musicians because we used to throw shows and stuff like that so it's like where bands and stuff would hang out and um it was like kind of like it was like real dirty and like there's like graffiti and stuff everywhere it just sounds crazy you know if you didn't experience it you didn't but it was amazing and anyway that was go I was sitting there one day and I'm just like this man comes up and he's like talking to me and he's like can you look down so I I don't even remember what we would talk about but every now and then he would come and like sit and talk with me and um one day he gave me this book he's like you know I think you really like you would really like this and you need it and it was a book of angels and it has like all the angels from like you have like the bible from various uh religious texts that are not um like the bible like just all you know there's, there's ancient magical texts that have angels in it there's lots of account like just all there, there's so many of them but this book had the fallen angels in it as well which kind of freaked me out at the time because I wasn't um where I'm at now thinking about it and so I had this book and I was like kind of weird about reading it because it did have like um fallen angels and angels and I was like oh there was a time where it was hard to find stuff like that it like, was it was hard to find many things even related to the law of attraction it was hard to find yeah and he just like gave me it out of nowhere and then you know I stopped hanging out with him uh, partly because like he was like an older person my mom like you know you can't hang out with this like old dude <laughs> like you know I was like young he wasn't creepy or anything it was probably but, uh, retro causation yeah I mean like yeah and it's weird and I had this book and then I you know I had it with me for a while and, and I lost it through moving and everything and I found it online so um I asked that at something that I asked yep ask and it's given (laughs) and I'm really excited about because the spirit book I have doesn't have first off she doesn't call the angels by their name she doesn't call them like Archangel Michael she calls them just like Michael and she only has like a handful of them but you know, you understand this is a huge book, and it has like all these different spirits from all these different pantheons and religions and stuff. But um, it is not a good source if you want just angel magic or just angel stuff. Yeah. And um, so this one, I'm excited for, especially because like I don't know, I like fangirl, but like I'll watch that. Like, okay, we'll talk. So like we like the show called <laughs> Lucifer. Yeah. Um, so I read like Neil Gaiman's um Sandman and. 
the show I did not want to watch the show because it was like this is nothing like Sandman like this is not but the show is like cool it's like a chill show I watched because my mom and everybody was watching it and um so there's this like Angel Archangel and Mena deal and I'm like I've never heard of this angel <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, like, I, like, you know and it turns out he's actually one of the one of those angels that are in like old magic books so he's not like not prominent yeah but he's really in this day and age scary <laughs> like he's he's a that's cool there's some scary ones well i'm excited for you to get the book so i'll look at it and then i'll yeah. probably buy it too i'll probably be like oh, guys have you seen this angel look, it's an you're, angel you're, you're, you're gonna have is it it was you're gonna have uh both your encyclopedias with you at all times carrying them <laughs> who needs to know i see a sign what is this <laughs> Ah, I see. This is this. Oh, this uh, this deity has been contacting. Speaking me. of signs, I had a, um, a, a praying mantis. mantis. I had a praying mantis on my car the other day too. I did. There's multiple meanings. I could look up in my spirit book and see what spirit it is. Mom told me, you know, the great oracle. Mm-hmm. I think we should do an ad real quick and then get into the okay. cards. Okay, guys, this is an ad. We believe in supporting small business, and today. We're talking about the small business called Garage Cats. They make 100% organic, handmade lip balm using hemp and cocoa butter. It smells amazing. It lasts for a very long time. They use eco-friendly paper tubes. They're pretty much awesome. If you are interested in supporting this business, you can find the link below or go to garagecats.etsy.com. We just want to take a quick moment to invite everyone listening to check out our shop at edarlene.com. If you like what we do, it is one of the easiest ways to support us. Plus, you will get our awesome handcrafted 100% vegan soy candles, our prints, books, oracle cards, and book a Reiki session. All of this can be found at edarlene.com and linked in the show notes. are back okay so we're using my bianchi tarot ta- bianca wait bianco nero i was called bianchi oh that's because of the something um, luxury vehicle place bianco nero. <laughs> so it's italian i'm not saying it right it just means like black tarot or something like that anyways they're beautiful illustrations black and white cards this deck um, is phenomenal the artistry on it's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, holds into the, a lot of the old school. It looks like, I don't know, it has, like, old school tarot symbol, symbolism, but it's still, like, modern-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, it still looks... It's a fresh know. take. Yeah, but, um, and I believe he did, like, I don't know, some prints or whatever about the artist. But anyways, I have that, and then I have the deck that we made, and it's an inner illumination oracle deck. Which we have linked down below. I illustrated it all. <laughs> oh, phenomenal artistry. Beautiful artistry. Stunning line. No, I, we love our deck. I love this deck. Yeah, I do I too. I really do. Thanks for everybody who purchased it. Yeah. Still. Go check it out. It's still there. It's mm-hmm. available. Yeah. So, um, I guess what we'll do is first we'll do a... Um, we'll pick a card for everybody. And then we'll go and do a reading for her. So first we're going to start with the Inner Illumination Oracle, and I'm just going to shuffle it real quick, and then what do the listeners need to know in this moment? doesn't matter when you listen to this, resonates, it resonates. Uh, We're going to do Focus, 
And then we'll do a tarot card. And it's just two cards. Ah, okay. Okay. So we got the Seven of Swords, and then we have the Focus card for the Inner Illumination Oracle. And, um, huh. Let's see. Focus. Let me just a little hint on him. Okay. So this whole thing is like not to get distracted with, um, like, so it's gonna be like, like that you have like negative thought patterns and stuff like that and to pay attention to what you're thinking about and not to get distracted and allow outside influences to affect um, or steal your peace. Um, we get that with both cards. Um, Seven of Swords is like the idea of somebody trying to like take something that's yours but they can't unless you allow it and um, to focus like so our and then our deck is referencing like the idea of focusing where your thoughts go so it's like what are you giving power to now I can um that's right. I don't know. I'll I know. make it seamless You're... this is like the idea of protection too like protecting your en so like protect your energy where are you putting your energy at what are you giving energy to what are you allowing into your space and kind of like that taking a responsibility a little bit because you have the power to like adjust that and change it. Yeah, so definitely that energy of, um, I'm not, like, usually some of the swords, like, don't trust certain people, watch who you are around. I think that it's saying to not, don't trust, like, the negative voices and stuff that you tell yourself. Focus on your thoughts. Pay attention to what energies you allow in. That's what I think the whole thing is about. Um, and that's a form of energy protection, which is ironic because we were just talking about that. Mm -hmm. The idea of um, energy protection isn't just isolated to the uh, like unseen realm. It's also for the now. And you protect your energy by saying no or yes to certain situations, by allowing certain people into your life and deciding when you don't need to be around certain people. Um, so the image on this Seven of Swords is like a guy stealing something that's not his. So somebody taking something like energetically from you that's not yours, but are you allowing that? Are you protecting yourself in subtle way? And I'm not saying draw wards around everything and, you know, X, Y, and Z. It's just pay attention to what you're giving your control to, who you're giving your power to. It's, you, you quoted Eleanor Roosevelt to me in the car, too. Yeah, I can't remember what that was. Um, no one can make you feel in fear without your consent. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like awareness. It's awareness and, so, and be aware of the boundaries you're setting. Awareness of your circle, yeah. who, who you're hanging out with, who you're around, and what your thoughts are directly correlated to that, like what you're thinking about, um, what you're allowing to go into your thoughts. So if somebody says something to you, let it roll off of you. Like you don't have to absorb every negative thing you hear that doesn't resonate with you. If something, just don't, you know, remove yourself from the situation. So that's what I guess you guys needed to hear. Sure. Yeah. I think it's very, um, <laughs> we can pull another. Well, it's funny too because it's Virgo, like, focus. It it's is Virgo focus. Season. Yeah. Focus, and it's really a lot. I mean, our focus card. Focus on yourself. 
is very a lot on like focusing on your thoughts and then the seven of swords is also saying like focus on the like what you're allowing in that's what's given it's another angel number so that's 32 guys we can look it up we'll do a quick three card for arlene and if this message resonates and it was for you as well yeah so i do love this deck it is so pretty me too the first card is ten of cups and it's everything's gonna be okay yay So you can tell me when to stop. I'm not the kind of person that likes to let the cards fling all over the place. God. <laughs> what is true? I know. One, two, okay. We can do one more. These are nice. It's funny. I was on TikTok and I saw another reader for the first time ever have this deck. Are you going to say stop? Stop. Okay. So, uh, okay, and then we're gonna do cards to compliment. So it's each card to compliment what's already selected. Okay, go ahead. Stop. Go. Next. Stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. Next. Stop. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, it's you. <laughs> so, um,. We have the nine nine of cups, so this is like the idea that um, everything is comfortable, everything is like you're, there's like contentment, fulfillment. So it's like chill, mm-hmm. um, and in that contentment with our card, you might be like guarding yourself, like hiding in that in that contentment, in that ease, mm-hmm. um, and also so. We, you know, playing on to what we were talking about before, like the idea of protecting your energy. I think that like affirms that, like protecting what's coming in. But some, but with this reading, being so guarded and everything, and you know, fearful of being outside of your comfort zone, um, will stop stops what needs to happen in the physical realm. And we get that with our body card, and then also with the Ace of Pentacles. And the Ace of Pentacles is going to be like creation, but we're talking about like the physical realm and that's what you need to focus on is like this stepping outside of it releasing any of that like fear and that those like things that you fall back into to protect yourself out of comfort so back to astrology south node energy Mm -hmm. that's even that's in the cups it's south node energy that stuff you know we gotta work through north node um now it might seem like things are hard because with this five of pentacles, it might seem like it is, but it's really that easy. <laughs> easy card. And everything will be okay. You can have everything you want. Whatever your heart desires. <laughs> and then this reaffirms love with both of these. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Wow. Universe. universe is telling me what's up. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my tarot cards when I get home. So that's that. I don't know. Use my the what the AI have the ink tarot okay. and Miss Cleo. <laughs> I did see a reader on, on uh, TikTok use Miss Cleo's deck, and I was so vindicated. No, her deck's good. Oh, it's a great deck. And people are like Miss Cleo is just kind of shady towards the end, but yeah, <laughs> a little shifty. <laughs> oh man, well that's like uh, Sylvia. So yeah, you know, people talk about Sylvia Brown mm-hmm. too. Um, how she's started losing her gifts, but I guess it's a thing. 
that you, if you don't use your spiritual gifts for, like, the highest good, um, they diminish, apparently. Like, sometimes they can be... Taken. Taken. And, um, we were actually talking about, to um, Thomas, he called it the law of diminishing return. Yes. Um, I don't know if that's specifically for spiritual gifts, but he was referencing, like, whenever you're throwing around hexes and stuff, I guess it can, like, affect your energy. Yeah, everybody has different belief systems, so, you know... It is what it is, but I've heard that that can happen. But that also goes into something I, like, talk to her about a lot, and it's, you know, you have dark and light. And when I say dark, so there's just natural darkness. Then you're talking about, like, bad stuff, okay? Which is, like, separate. And you can, the type of energy you're pulling in and working with also is good to be aware of. And I think sometimes people aren't aware, but you can tell <laughs> if that makes sense. So we'll leave it at that. I, I and if like you get the it, it, I like the diminish return, the law of diminishing return. Because it's like that's a reminder too. Like focus on what you're giving your energy to. Mm-hmm. What is like a pull? One thing, my so our cousin, she is also Virgo, mm-hmm. and she's been pulling cards for like how the year is gonna go. Like just a card to represent the year, not the how's it gonna go, but what represents my year. And I, she wanted me to do it, but I've been like afraid to do it in case it's something that I. I don't yeah, well, like. these, but, but it's just a trajectory. <laughs> it's not, it's not that. set in stone. It's, she wanted to be like the tone of it. I could, I could do it, and then I'll just reject it if I don't like it. But okay, let me remove any fear. That's one thing you gotta remove all fear from reading. Okay, we'll do since my birthday's coming up. Queen of Pentacles. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking That's with Queen nice. of Pentacles. Abundance. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the, okay, that's really creepy. The war, the wheel of fortune. Oh, wow. So that means, um, what goes around comes around. Okay, thanks, universe. We're not so, gonna, yeah. We're not gonna our, push it. <laughs> go check out our oracle deck, an illumination oracle. It's linked below. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. We'll link the Bianchi one, too, if you want to. Oh, yeah. That. I love You're into tarot, but... If yeah. you collect the cards. Yeah, if you collect them, that, that's... It's hard not to. Yeah. It's, not, it's hard not to. I haven't, yeah. I gotta start using my stuff more. No, I, um, yeah. You should start using them. She has... No, I am. Um, I'm doing it at home. The, that tattoo tarot, and that's the tarot de Marseille. I mean, a little bit different than, like, uh, whatever. I don't know. It's, like, old school. I don't know. It's supposed to be, like, French tarot. So, okay. that's where we're at, and she has it, and it'd be really cool if she started, like, reading those ones. Um, And, yeah, I was going somewhere with the... Oh, rune. My thing... At some point, it's going to definitely be runes. Yeah, keep, that's, like, your next thing. Yeah, I keep getting, um, like, things about certain spirits that are, like, do it. learn this. Well, yeah. <laughs> trying to connect to with you. To the point where I, like, got Our a bag of runes. trying to connect with you. <laughs> they just showed up. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, it all happens in divine timing. Everything. Just like everything. We said together. We did. I think we did. <laughs> um, it, it's true, though. It is. <laughs> Don't rush anything. Let things happen the way you're supposed to. And thanks for listening to this hodgepodge of us bullshitting about magic. This and, is fun. I Because yeah. it, it, it feels like we're actually, like, connecting with the listener. Like, you guys are sitting here right with us. Yeah. While we hang out and do our thing. Yeah. And we appreciate that. And then there's Reiki at the end of the episode. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.